Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today, we are finally doing part two of the cartel a month later. So if you're listening to this years from now, (laughs) October 3rd, we released the promo half hour introductory episode and now we're getting into the meat and potatoes so we ended with tiffany had fainted right yes so we pick up and this all happened in 1991 all of it no extra years gonna break it down week by week which is even crazier that all of this happened in a in a year in, it like happened in less than a year like in yeah. six months in six months you got all this going on and the best part is and we talked about this on our recap for this week but also in case you don't listen to the recap from again years ago this storyline is so much more than i thought it was going to be because they actually it wasn't just these guys and one person that they were targeting it is the whole canvas everybody in port charles is somehow tied into this yes there are some little branches that come right back in, but every single, there was nothing else pretty much going on other than this in some degree. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. There's a 58 part playlist that will be linked in the show notes. I highly recommend going back and watching it. This is where we had Bill Eckert being played by Tony Geary. Not as bad as I originally thought that it was. No, I didn't think it was bad. It was just weird to get right used to. But I remember him coming back years later and I was like, what the heck is this? But this bill was pretty. Yeah, the characters were this one made more sense. Mm -hmm. But they also. The bill that we saw later on interacted with Luke, right? Yes. 
So maybe that was the weird thing. Maybe that is why. This did not. Completely separate people. Okie dokie. So we pick up where Tiffany is in the hospital and Tony Jones does not know what's going on with her. Sean is freaking out because, you know, Tiffany's like in a coma, isn't waking up. And Paul Hornsby gave him that pill. Mm -hmm. And Tony's like, do not give it to her. Tiffany wakes up for a hot second and they start talking about their marriage because they had just recently been married. And then she passes right back up. And then Tracy goes and is talking to Bill and he is not letting her in. He's like, nope, you need an appointment. You can wait, blah, 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 blah. At the same time, Julia Barrett is offering to buy him out of the cannery business that they had, which Harlan owns the cannery businesses with Barrett Industries and brought Bill in as a business partner. Bill tells Julia that they need to stick together and fight against Tracy, but also wonders why Harlan is trying to get them against each other. And Julia was like, he's probably going to see which one of us is going to be the last one standing. Bill tells Julia that he is starting to feel something for her. And she punches him saying that she knows that he is scamming her. Good for her. And that he would not get a hold of Barrett Industries. Then Paul and Leopold discuss the cartel's operations in Port Charles. The phone rings and Paul answers it. And it's Sean telling him about Tiffany falling ill again. And again, this is when Tiffany was on screen, like doing her reporting and passed out. So you would think that Paul would have known because I feel like a newscaster. And this is back in the day of two news channels. Right. With the rabbit ears. Yep. Paul guarantees that she will be saved with the pill. Leopold then asks Paul about the letter and how he was supposed to get it away from Tracy. Paul says that she is difficult to manipulate and Leopold suggests that he marries her. So this was very, it it wasn't done quite like that. It wasn't just like a one-off, at least from what I watched in the videos. It was more of a, they were having a collective roundtable discussion with the rest of the members of the cartel. And he's like, well, if you marry her, and he's like he's like what why why am i marrying her (laughs) but i don't think paul was even in that meeting when leopold was like well if if he just marries tracy it'll be fine Mm -hmm. and harlan's kind of like i already tried that but sure paul's younger than me let's let's see how it goes then it's like they told him by the way new plan you're marrying tracy so then sean tried to give the pill to tiffany And Tony stopped him. Sean knocked him out and has her take the pill. But then she goes into respiratory failure and she's revived. And Tony's like, okay, now we need to run more tests because guess what? You gave her something that she wasn't being tracked for. And now Tony's like, I don't know what caused respiratory failure. Was it the pill? Was it her disease? Can't tell you because you interfered with doctor's orders. Rightfully so. I mean, that's his wife, but still. Yeah. How about you don't give a pill? That a stranger gave you to save your wife over your friend doctor's orders. Here's a tic-tac. This will save you. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, Tony's not too happy about the fact that Sean interfered with his trying to... He was really, really, really trying to figure out what happened to Tiffany. So then Tony tells Steve Hardy that he wants to take a leave of absence so that he can do research all on Tiffany's disease. And Bobby's like, hi, we're married. You did not tell me that you're going to go ahead and do this because he didn't talk to her first. Taking a leave of absence, I feel like that's an unpaid position, right? Yes. So it's not like he's like, can I go take a sabbatical? Because I think a sabbatical is paid. I have no idea. I've never taken either. 
Because I'm assuming that it's a change in hours at the very least. So. Right. So probably Should a change in pay. Best. Yeah. Probably want to throw it by your spouse. Like, hey, care if I'm not paid for the next however long? Right. Then Sean sees Paul in the hospital and tells him that Tiffany is better. However, Paul says that she's going to relapse in 30 days. And Sean's like, what the heck? And for Sean to get more pills, he needs to start working for Paul. So remember, Paul is also being blackmailed by the cartel. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, Sean is in Robert's office and he tells him that Paul is blackmailing him and that he needs to keep an eye out on Robin. And I think that we talked about this in the um, introduction, but if I forgot to, I'm sorry. This is also when Edward was presumed, presumed to have been dead. Mm-hmm. And Robert's like, oh, maybe all of this is going on with all these other crimes going on because Mrs. Perry's death, which is what Terry Tiffany had been reporting on, they had gotten back the autopsy and it was found to have been murdered by an injection with something that made her heart stop. That would make sense. Yes. So then Robert and Tony met with Leopold and asked him if his pharmaceutical company could help with Tiffany's virus. And Leopold's like, what? (laughs) I'm sorry. If you own a pharmaceutical company, maybe act like you know what your company can do. At least say, let me consult with our scientists. I was going to say, I understand if he couldn't promise something, but at least check with the people who make the pills. But don't play dumb. Right. Then Sean tells Tiffany what has been happening to her and that he is going to work with the WSB to break the code. And then Robert fills Anna in on the situation and they suggest that Anna and Sean dissolve the PI business, which we need a 411 about that because Sean and Anna had their own PI business. Maybe they could be teaching Sam and Felicia some stuff. And they decide to start a PR firm as a cover. I would be more suspicious having... Two private investigators randomly PR, randomly closing their business and be like, you know what? We should become PR reps. Anna says that she will get closer to Faison to see if he will tell her if and who he is working with in Port Charles. Robert did not like this solution and he said he loved her too much to let her risk being with Faison. However, Anna meets Faison and tells him she has no intention of leaving Robert but wants to talk to him. And then Robert brings Faison in for questioning. July 30th through August 5th. So Paul asks Tracy to dinner and sunset at the lake, and she accepts. Robert calls the Outback to talk to Mac. Faison and Leopold meet. They're waiting for Harlan to show up, and Faison suggests it would be a pity if a tragedy were to strike Mac. Harlan arrives, and Leopold tells them that Tony is determined to find the origin of Tiffany's illness, Leopold says he sent a co-worker to mess with his work. The new lab partner shows up as Tony and Bobby are kissing in the lab. So is this just like Brad before we had a Brad? Yeah, exactly. Um, Faith, I have a feeling people have been messing with I, DNA results for a long time. I think so too. But wouldn't, isn't it, we've never really talked about the fact, like, what if that really happens? Okay. And we are not going there. We're not going there. That would be so scary. I know. So Faison tells Harlan and Leopold he won't give up on Anna. Harlan tells them that their plans will not be messed up by Leopold's wife or Faison's obsession. At Mrs. Perry's memorial, Dominique overhears a man telling Leopold congrats on the successful assassination, and she tells Mac. 
Faison, Harlan, and Leopold meet again to discuss moving in on Tracy's 11% of ELQ and making sure that Paul knows what he's expected of him. Paul picks up Tracy and tells her he wants a relationship. She tells him she is scared of being vulnerable. Poor Tracy. This was really not fair. She really did like him. She did. I mean, she was hesitant, but she did. She let herself because he was acting like he actually wanted to be with her, which is so not nice. Mm -hmm. The cartel members look at some liquid in a vial and say how devastating it is and how it can kill people make them insane, etc. Was this LSD? That's <laughs> what Heather's wrapped into all this. You will. Oh, <laughs> we'll get there. No, no, no. But I mean, fair enough to be questioning that, but no, you'll, we'll find out what it is. <laughs> all right. So during all this, Paul is really in love with Jenny. He shows up her at her apartment saying he misses her, which she is surprised by because she has seen him with a lot of female companions in the paper. Robert tells Mac that they have figured out that Leopold, Paul, and possibly Faison are all working together. Ned asks Tracy to meet for coffee, and he tells her that he is determined to catch the cartel. She tells him they'll have a better chance if they stick together. Tracy goes to see Robert for a status update, and he suggests she needs to be cautious around Paul. Ned meets Jenny for lunch, but Jenny is distracted thinking of Paul. And this is where it just got weird. Mm. And then Faison meets with Paul and tells him to hurry up and propose already. It's been like two days. Uh, right. Because that's not awkward or weird. No. I don't want you for your money, but hey, can yeah. we hurry up and get married? Yeah, we've gone on one date. Let's seal <laughs> this deal. Paul says he can't rush things with Tracy and asks how his daughter is. He asks if he marries Tracy, will this thing with his daughter be over. Faison says it will never be over because there is no cure. Robert continues to put the pieces of the cartel together. Anna comes to his office and he tells her that Mac trailed Faison to the docks where he met Paul. Robert thinks this conspiracy may have something to do with Edward's letter. At the Quartermain Mansion, Tracy sees an announcement in the paper that Larry Ashton has been given the title of Lord Ashton for real by the Queen. Robert calls Lila and would like to come over and discuss something with her. When he arrives, he tells Lila about Edward's murder. She asks to be alone and tries to contact his ghost, but he isn't there. She tells Alan and Tracy this proves he was a hero. They all talk about how much they miss Edward, and Alan urges Lila to let Robert investigate. So there was a video, and it's video number 32 in the 58-part series. Lila had hid Edward's letter in the book Don Quixote. They actually have, you know, that thing where they do that someone's, they show Edward writing it. Yeah. And he's saying it. And he's basically saying, you know, there's these guys. They're trying to buy up all these canneries. They asked me to be part of it. Blah, 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 blah. Was it that they wanted to buy all the canneries? I forget. But he basically said, like, if something happens to me. This and then is this, where you should look. Right, right. The plant is closed for the day, which makes Bill and Julia argue. There is then a gas leak and Julia passes out, but Bill comes in and saves her. Tony tells Bobby and Tiffany he has made progress in the lab work and Leopold makes a visit to the brownstone to see the progress that has been made. Then August 6th through 12th, Sean updates Tiffany that the WSB cannot figure out what drug she was given and that there isn't a cure. Tom, Simone, and Steve meet to discuss how worried they are about Tony because he's He's stressed out about the fact that he cannot figure this out. Mm -hmm. Tracy visits Paul in his office and asks if she's ever heard of Leopold Taub, Leopold Taub or Faison. 
Paul gets defensive, but Tracy asks him to check Edward's files to see if there is a connection. He tells her that he'll do anything to please her. After Tracy leaves, Sean arrives and demands answers about Tiffany's illness. Tiffany, in the meantime, goes to the hospital to make a documentary about her illness. I love that. She's like, you know what? I'm going to make my own. Before YouTube, even. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she was doing her own little investigative. I feel like she was more Diane Sawyer. Yes. Journalistic drive from, I guess. She's like, I was almost killed. Let's make a documentary. So then Paul gets another visit from Sean and confides in him that his daughter has the same illness because Sean is like, you don't care if Tiffany dies, you know, really, really digging into him. He's like, I honest to goodness understand exactly where you are. The same thing is happening to my daughter. And then Sean tells Tiffany that information because he's like, listen, I really do think that Paul's also in trouble. Like he's starting to kind of give a little, I don't think Paul's trying to kill you, but somebody is. And then he tells Robert, and then they realize that they are all being squeezed by the same people. Steve then goes to see Tony and gives him a research grant. Tony calls Sean and tells him that he thinks that he found a cure. Sean is thrilled, but when Tony goes back to the lab, all the files have been deleted from the computer. (sighs) Robert investigates the sabotaged research and brings the WSB to help. Sean asks Paul for more pills. Leopold visits Robert and threatens him with losing his job if he doesn't produce Dominique soon, soon because this is when she had snuck out of the sanitarium with Mac. Mm-hmm. So this was also really cool because this is where we missed a lot of the Dominique videos because they were all oh, in here. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It's, seriously, this in, mm-hmm. Robert confronts Paul questioning if he even has a daughter and offers to use his connections to help Paul, but needs to know how to help him take down the organization. Paul tells Robert it's about money and power and bigger than he can even imagine. Paul calls Tracy and asks her to dinner. Lila warns her to be careful because Paul is much younger. So I did the math. Tracy would have been about 42 years old, which is two years younger than Jane Elliott was. Okay. Because that's the age that Tracy's at now is Tracy is two years younger than Jane Elliott. So I just did that math. Okay. Then Paul Hornsby was never mentioned Like his age was never mentioned, but the actor Paul Satterfield is 13 years younger than Jane. So Hornsby would have been in his early thirties if we went by the same ish. Then Tracy shares that Robert gave her a warning right before Paul arrived to pick her up on their date. They go to the outback where they see Bill and Julia and then Ned and Jenny. So remember, Paul loves Jenny. Jenny is loving Paul. Tracy is mad seeing Ned with Jenny. That's right. The guy she's dating is in love with her son's girlfriend, correct? And tries to embarrass them. Leopold is also there, but he is keeping an eye on Paul. And then August 13th through the 19th, Sean goes to Paul's office and tells him he is getting out of the PI business and is opening a PR firm. Paul tells him he needs to get permission for Sean to change career paths if he still wants to get the pills for Tiffany. Paul then gets a call about Susan that she is sick and weak and he has to leave to see her. Later, Paul talks with Leopold about Sean changing careers. Paul tells Sean he can go into PR business, but he still needs to keep him up to date on Robert's moves. Paul goes to Faison and says the pills are not working. Faison tells him that's because they were placebo. For him to get the real pills, he needs to hurry up and marry Tracy. Paul promptly goes to the Quartermain mansion and proposes, and she actually says yes. Paul then leaves and promises he'll be back. He has taped the proposal and took it to Faison, who then agrees to give him the real pills. Paul goes to Sean's penthouse and brings him 
with him to Susan. Sean is then convinced that Paul is being blackmailed and they agree they are both in a tough position, but Paul won't work with Sean. Sean then goes to Tiffany and gives her another pill. Paul calls Sean and tells him to go to Florida and wait for more instructions. Why would he leave his sick wife? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Tony, I mean, to get more pills, but I just mean like... And why do we all go to Florida? I don't know. So Tony tells Bobby he has the formula for the pill cracked and then someone deleted his computer files. And then Faison tells Anna that his heart aches for her and he is hypnotizing her. I could not find these videos. I tried, tried, tried. Later on, you see the ones where he's like talking to her as she's hypnotized. Okay. But I could not find the ones where he hypnotized her. Oh, just wait. It gets worse. Oh, during all of this is remember whenever we were talking about Alan and Monica mm-hmm. and about how they went to the uh, Justice of the Peace to quickly get married and everything. And Lila invited everyone back to the quarter main mansion for a reception. Yes. This is when that was. And it was also when Dominique's trial was going on and Leopold was granted conservatorship. Okay. And then Tr- Tracy tells the quarter mains she is marrying Paul Hornsby and Alan is concerned. Yeah. So the week of August 20th through 26th, Harlan, Faison, and Leopold are meeting and discussing that Paul may have news for them. Paul goes to the Quartermain Mansion, and Tracy convinces him to go ring shopping. Yeah, because if I'm at least going to be engaged to you, I want a ring. Yeah, they're not romantic enough that he could have gotten away with the quarter machine. Yeah, exactly. No. Harlan goes to see Bill and Julia at their office. Julia worries about him reviewing the books. Paul meets up with Harlan, Faison, and Leopold and tells them he needs to get married as And they tell him that he needs to get married as quick as possible. And he's not very happy about that. Tracy goes to the hospital to show Alan and Monica her ring because they're making fun of her marrying a younger man. And, you know, they're just giving her a hard time. So she's trying to throw it in their face. Paul shows up at the mansion and tells Tracy that he wants to get married right away. And she said, nope, want a long engagement. Good for her. Then Jenny and Paul run into each other at the park. Susan is there and he introduces her to Jenny, but explains that she is very sick. Later, Ned invites Jenny to an engagement party and is crushed when she learns it's for Paul and Tracy. Tracy calls Paul and says that they need to talk. Then she tries on dozens of dresses for their date. Ned cracks up at her, says that he looks, she looks like Madonna in one and that she should really reconsider her marriage to a younger man. Tracy decides on a conservative dress and Ned apologizes and says that she looks better. When Paul does show up, She tries to discuss their age difference, and he reassures her that age does not matter. Paul goes to Alan and asks asks him to sign some papers, and Alan questions why Paul is marrying Tracy. And Paul says that it's none of his business. Mm -mm. Big brothers have a right to know. Exactly. That's where you should have been pouring it on about how you fell for her so quickly. Right. Especially if you're asking him to sign papers. Right. Faison imagines being in bed with Anna. He shows up at her front door and freaks her out. He starts to hypnotize her to let him in and it makes her go to sleep. Robert shows up and Faison stops him and hypnotizes him as well. He tells Robert that he will see Anna and Faison making love when he sees her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Faison tells Robert that Anna betrayed him. He tells Robert that he will feel anger towards Anna. And Faison tells Anna when she hears the door close, she will awake and have no idea what transpired. Mm hmm. The engagement party begins, and Tracy invited a TV station to cover it. Paul and Jenny are looking longingly at each other, and Robert is at the bar drinking and runs into Bill Eckert. I think that they were at the Outback, mm-hmm. but calls him Luke, because again, right? 
Tony and Gary. Look the same. They then decide to get drunk together. And okay, side note: Tristan Rogers and Tony Gary have an excellent chemistry. Yes, it's not just those characters; it is those two. Awesome, right? They get drunk together, and Robert tells Bill that he saw Anna in bed with a man he despises. Tiffany tries to talk Paul tries to talk to Paul about the medication, and he tells her that his hands are tied. Bill and Robert show up at the party drunk and talk to the media. Anna, Tracy, and Monica are all appalled. Robert confronts Anna about sleeping with Faison and calls her a tramp. She then promptly slaps him and leaves. Julia yells at Bill to leave. Tracy wants Paul to get them to leave, and Bill punches him out, and then he and Robert leave. (laughs) August 27th to September 2nd, Sean goes to see Tiffany at the station, and she says that she's been consoling Anna. Bill shows up to work totally hungover and sees someone in a hazmat suit trying to steal a vial of something from the plant. Lucy goes into the plant and runs into him, then finds the vial on the floor. She steals it. Good thinking, Lucy. Faison then meets with the guy who was stealing the vial, and he says he lost one pouch. Faison freaks out. Julia and Bill have yet another fight about Harlan. Anna throws a glass of water on a sleeping Robert. She yells at Robert for accusing her of sleeping with Faison and for embarrassing her in front of all their friends. Robert swears Anna was in bed with Faison, and she denies it. They fight. Anna starts packing her things. She is moving out. Sean walks in and tells them Dominique killed herself. Anna tells Sean that she felt something strange happen when she was taking a nap. Sean says he is going to call the WSB about Faison. They tell him Faison has parapsychology experience. And Sean thinks he may have been influencing Robert's thoughts. Harlan comes to visit Julia at work and he states... And and he starts to yell at Julia for questioning his business doings. While Bobby is getting a tour of the plant from Bill, someone passes out. Bobby runs to their aid and Bill offers her a job as the plant nurse. Okay. I mean, good for her getting a job offer, but like, do you really know she's qualified of that one interaction? But all right. I mean, I know she is, but like, how right. do you know that? Right. Like if I ran to someone's aid, right. I, oh, you're I would run to somebody's aid if they passed out. You're a nurse. You want to be a nurse? I know. No, <laughs> no. So Dominique has passed away and Harlan tells Leopold he thinks Dominique's death could draw attention to the cartel. This was Dominique's fake death. Bill tells Julia he is going through the phone log to see what Harlan is up to. Bill dials a number from a call Harlan made. Leopold's butler answers the phone. Leopold tells Faison that Harlan will never own the cartel. Paul goes to see Jenny and tells her he is being blackmailed, but he cannot tell her any everything. She becomes upset and tells him to leave. Later, Tracy asks Paul to come over and tries to seduce him. He says he wants to wait until they are married. Tracy continues to seduce Paul a few more times, and he continues to refuse. Anna shows up. I kind of like the fact that he's sticking to his guns on that one. And yeah, I mean, just if he really was trying to wait just because he wanted to wait, then that would make sense. But yeah, I could also see where she'd be a little insulted. Right. So Anna shows up at Robert's office. He's been sleeping there and apologizes. Robert doesn't accept it. And they talk about separating. Robert can't let go of the image of Anna and Faison. He can't get that image out of his head. They keep fighting, then Sean comes in and tells them about Faison and mind control. Robert finally believes Sean and worries that he could have hypnotized Anna too. 
Robert has a hard time accepting that he was the victim of mind control, but the WSB comes to question him about Faison and the visions. Jenny tells her roommate what Paul told her and says maybe she should marry Ned. Then she can call Paul dad. Oh! <laughs> I was going oh. to put daddy. Oh my god, I'm so glad this is dad, not daddy. I might have literally got sick. So Faison meets with someone who needs the vials. Robert and Anna try to be together, but Robert still sees Faison's face in Anna's. Ooh, that would be hard to get over. I know. September 3rd through 10th, Tiffany takes a pill at the station. Sean is there and she tells him that she still isn't feeling well. While doing her report, she is falling asleep. Tom Hardy works with Robert to deprogram him. He makes Robert see Anna with him and not Faison in the hotel. Robert and Anna return home and he says that he's going out of town for a bit to check out the canneries. Okay, I did not do this super deep dive on this, but how popular... Are canneries? canneries or were canneries? Were they the hot industrial manufacturing thing in the 90s? I don't know. I don't know either. That's odd. <sighs> then Anna calls Faison and asks him to meet her. Sean busts into Paul's office saying that Tiffany is getting worse and she needs more than one pill a month. Sean says he doesn't have any more information about Robert other than he has been having hypnotic flashbacks about Anna. Paul tells Sean he will request the pill as soon as possible. Paul has flowers delivered to Jenny, and then he goes to see her, telling her he doesn't love Tracy, but is being blackmailed into marrying her. Guess how much Jenny believes that one. Right. Faison calls another meeting of the cartel. Harlan shows up and wants to know what is holding up production, and it's time to start selling to other countries. Side note, Faison, like, hates Harlan. This, every time they interact, he is very hostile towards him like multiple times i believe he called him an idiot I oh, mean, wow. it's definitely it's not a hey, hey hey we're all masterminds it's seriously dude what are you doing here i don't know how you got to this table <laughs> is the impression that i am getting from their interactions i feel like he sees leopold as more of a peer paul is a pawn and harlan is just why yeah uh paul arrives and shares the info about robert's hallucinations and asks for another pill Leopold refuses and says that is not enough information. The cartel congratulate Paul on his engagement, though, and Harlan says he is a better man than he is. No, Harlan, you tried and you failed. Right. I mean, he tried. Yes. Then they tell Paul not to get too close to Sean or Susan will die. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
all of this kind of makes me feel bad for Paul. There mm-hmm. is, I, there, and I, I, like I don't this- think that I would have a limit to what I would do if that was happening to me, especially a child. She was seven. Right. right. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it with my kids being 20 and 19, but yeah, seven. <sighs> she can't hold her own. Sean goes to see Paul and is told that he cannot get another pill. Sean is freaking out because Tiffany is getting weaker. Tiffany shows up begging for a pill and Paul tells her that he doesn't have it. She reminds him that she has the power to put anything she wants over the airwaves. And if she's going down, she's taking him with her. Nice. Yes. The remaining cartel members are continuing their meeting. Faison says he needs to leave for an hour. Harlan tells Leopold his obsession with Anna is going to come back to haunt him. Anna meets with Faison and tells him to stop playing with their lives. Faison tells her he's in love with her. And then he tries to hypnotize her again. Uh-uh. Way, way, way back when he originally poisoned Tiffany's milk. And this is the thing. Like, I saw this video and it was way further up. So the beginning of the cartel videos is all about it. It's talking about this stuff, but not too, too in depth. Okay. When Faison breaks into Tiffany's house, quote, breaks into Tiffany's house, he's like standing or penthouse, wherever they are. He's standing on the balcony and waits for Robin to go upstairs. Robin and Tiffany are having cookies and milk. Then Robin's like, well, I'm going to go to bed. And Tiffany's like, okay. Then she goes, Tiffany goes in the kitchen because she wants a cookie too. And she's Mm -hmm. like, Robin, you ate all the cookies. And Robin's like, no, I put them away. Don't worry. So Tiffany brings out this whole plate of cookies and has her milk. But then Faison comes in, tap, 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 you know, the stuff into it. But it was that old school style where like he came off the balcony and there was the floor, but then her couch was like the next level down. Mm-hmm. He walked all over the furniture. Oh my. Like he just walked right down the couch. And then when he left, walked right back up the couch. I'm like, why are you stepping all over their furniture? Sorry. I don't know. Cause it's phase on. Cause I, I just watched that. So I was, I didn't get to put that in the intro, but that's, that's how he did that. Um, 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 um. the remaining cartel members are continuing their meeting. Faison says he needs to leave for an hour. Harlan tells Leopold that his obsession with Anna is going to come back and haunt them. I think this is why he doesn't like him. Yeah. Because he's like, listen, dude, you love Anna. That's fine. But kind of get in the way of our plans. Paul comes back to the meeting and talks to Leopold privately saying that he wants out. He can't keep seeing Susan or Tiffany go through this and he doesn't want to marry Tracy. Leopold tells him he cannot back out. And after Paul leaves, Faison, Harlan, and Leopold discuss Paul wanting to leave and that they need to monitor him monitor him more carefully. Harlan and Faison fight. Then Faison tells Harlan he hypnotized Anna and putting a listening device into Robert's phone. Sean goes to Robert's office and tells him that he is desperate for a pill. Robert shares that ELQ has bought three new canneries. And I think one was in St. Louis. I think another one was in Florida. So maybe that's why they went to Florida. And then I feel like one was kind of like in the middle of the country. And is going to investigate why they're investing because it was also, they sold the one in Port Charles. So it's like why why they sell the one in Port Charles, but you're going to buy all these other ones. Mm -hmm. And I think that they were all on ports. Okay. So they were all waterways. Yeah. Things like that. Ned and Tracy discussed that Paul won't sleep with her because that's what you talk about with your son. So even though he's an adult, I don't think I will ever talk to my son about my husband. Nope. Not. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. Ned finds it refreshing. Yeah, because no kid wants to hear about their parents' sex life. He tells her to take a cold shower and wait it out. 
And side note, on September 9th was Wally Kurt's first day as Ned. So one of his first on-screen conversations was about Tracy's sex life. <laughs> That's funny. Awkward. Susan tells Paul about Robert's investigation. Into Sean. The- yeah, Sean tells Paul about Robert's investigation into the canneries. And they say they will messenger the pill to Tiffany. Anna finds out that Faison has a link to Tob and the cartel listens to the tape from Robert's phone. Tiffany gets the pill and Sean insists that she stay in bed and rest, even though she is feeling better. The cartel meets again and wonders why Robert would be investigating the canneries. Bill calls Sean because he is confused about Harlan's interest in other canneries. Sean fills Bill in on the connection between Harlan, Faison, Hornsby, and Tob. I don't... Okay, I could be ahead on this, but I actually watched this video. And when Anna was planting the listening device... Mm -hmm. She was caught by like another cop and he was like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, just being a good wife and cleaning up my husband's desk and everything. She literally said something to the effect of being a good wife. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, Mm mm-hmm, because guys can't clean up up themselves. But (laughs) so, and she's like, you know, I know it's going to be a mess even in 20 minutes, but I'm going to do it because I love him so much because they had just gotten remarried too. Mm -hmm. That happened in the earlier videos as well. So then she came back later while Robert and Sean were there and the cop came back and was like, oh, you were right. That This is going to be a mess. Or was it a couple days later? Either way, he was like, wow, it really doesn't look like you were ever here. And they're like, what are you talking about? Because she had no clue. Mm-hmm. He's like, the other day you came and you cleaned up. You said you were cleaning up Robert's office. And she's like, and no, she's I, like, I what? she didn't know. Right. And so she's like, what are you talking about? No. No, I didn't. Yeah. And that's when they realized, oh, she probably. Oh, that's awful. So they're like, what, what would the purpose have been? And then that's when they found the listening device. Got it. So if that happens again soon or when that comes out again soon, but it was just a really cool scene because I mean, it was all of them interacting. Right. So, so then September 10th through the 18th, Sean and Tiffany are trying to figure out how Harlan, Faison (laughs) and Leopold fit together. Tiffany wants to break the story, but Sean distracts her by seducing her. Paul keeps canceling plans with Tracy, and she's not happy about it. He tells her she is self-centered, and she needs to be patient, or he'll call off the wedding. Whatever, dude. You're the one that needs to marry me. Right. Anna shows up at Robert's office, and they meet with Sean. They discuss Paul purchasing ELQ stock and Harlan buying the cannery. Anna has a flashback of being in Robert's office a few nights before, and they realize she may have been hypnotized to do something. Oops. They then find his phone has been tapped. That's okay. You like telling the story is way better than reading it. So Anna says she hasn't seen Faison. Robert says that he must have gotten to her while she was sleeping. Anna goes to see Faison and tells him they found the bug. Robert followed her and hears her reporting to Faison. He realizes that she has been hypnotized. Robert punches Faison out and Anna wakes up not knowing what she was doing there. Faison tries to hypnotize Robert again, but finds he has been deprogrammed. They both go to Tom again about Anna being hypnotized. Anna freaks out and runs away. So September 18th through 25th, Amy Vining is telling a new Dr. Simpson about Robert Scorpio and says his wife is in therapy with Tom Hardy. Of course, Amy is gossiping to everyone. Someone called her out on it and she's like, what? It's just news and I have a personal friendship with these people. So zip it. (laughs) She didn't say zip it. I know that's your line, but she was just like, don't talk about it. She was justifying her gossip. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So then Tom is hypnotizing Anna into thinking Faison is not important anymore, but she keeps seeing Faison. She tells Tom she doesn't want to let go of him. She's attracted to him. She, it, mm, it was, he was trying to really, really get her. And she's like, I really don't want to do this. And he's like, are you attracted to him? And she doesn't answer. So she's like, yes, I am. So Anna remembers what Faison told her. So Tom can start the deprogramming. Robert and Anna go eat dinner together, then run home to bed. Robert is still thinking about the Faison situation. Tracy and Monica are planning the wedding at the Quartermain Mansion. Ned says he will be inviting Jenny. He also asks if Tracy can move into the house. Monica says no, because she and Alan will kill each other, and she doesn't want Paul there. Lila tells her to be generous. Hmm. Monica is waiting for Alan to break the news to him about Tracy and Paul, Alan says, absolutely not. He finally gives in. Tracy arrives. Alan invites her to live at the Quartermain estate again. Tracy's ecstatic. And Alan tells her to bring her own servants. I mean, that's reasonable. Yeah. Tracy and Paul go to the Outback. Ned and Jenny are there too. Jenny and Paul continue to stare at each other on the dance floor. Over lunch, Tiffany, Anna, Sean, and Robert are trying to build the case against Harlan, Leopold, and Faison. They're working on a flow chart of power, trying to connect the cartel members. Robert talks to Bill and asks why three more canneries were purchased. That flow chart was being done on a chalkboard. Yay! It was a green chalkboard with a... Nice, nice. Tracy invites Paul to dinner and tries to learn more about his past, but he is evasive. He goes again to Leopold and Faison, asking to be out. Tells them Tracy is asking questions. They tell him he can tell Tracy about his daughter, but that's it. Paul tells Tracy about his daughter, and she is shocked. She asks to meet his mother and daughter. He refuses, so she breaks off the engagement. Fair enough. If you're going to spring on me that you have a kid and we're engaged. Yeah. Harlan tells them Nancy used a vial on Bill at the courthouse. Harlan tells the rest of the cartel that Nancy is a threat. They say she is only a threat if she lives. They draw cards for who has to kill her. So Nancy was Bill Eckert's ex-wife and they were fighting over custody for sly ah okay robin robert and anna eat at kelly's robin can't wait to move back into a real home robin has a surprise for robert his dog friday and this is what i was talking about a couple weeks ago when he was talking about he's like i just have my dog uh, what dog what dog we i don't remember ever seeing this dog it would be really funny if its name was like sunday or something because friday passed away and you just kept naming it days of the week oh see i was thinking like joe friday from wasn't that dragnet oh okay that would be good that would be good wasn't that that's, that's what, what i think is. that would make more sense um anna says she will check on the progress of their house anna wants more sessions with tom he tells her that they can't rush it Robert comes to talk to Mac and tells him about Faison hypnotizing Anna to bug Robert's phone. Robert tells Mac that Tob sabotaged Tony's research and that Hornsby, Tob, and Faison and Barrett are all part of the cartel. Tom works on Anna again to help deprogram her. Harlan questions Paul about his visit to Sean. Bill asks Harlan why he's buying up all the canneries and Harlan says to not get in his business. Robert tells Sean he is worried about Anna. She has her first one-on-one meeting with Faison that day. 
Anna meets Faison out for a drink and tells him she is resistant to his powers. Faison tries to control her with certain phrases, but she is resisting. It doesn't last and she falls back under his spell. She calls Tony to speak to Robert at Faison's instruction. He then makes her kiss him as if she loves him. So he, she gets up to leave and he's like, well, how about a kiss? And so she leans down and kisses his cheek. And he's like, no, like you love me. Anna tells Robert that Faison was not able to hypnotize her and she is immune to it. He kept using, I thought it was like the watershed or something. And I'm like, how do you just get that into a conversation? Word starter. I was down at the watershed today. Right. So then Bobby is mugged and tied up by attackers, sending a message to Tony. Anna and Robert find her at the Weber house. She goes to Steve and tells him someone is threatening Tony. Steve decides to send Tony to a medical conference, and Tony accuses Steve and Bobby of trying to control him. And I think this is what we read about while we were doing Dominique, and we're like, why would somebody tie up Bobby? Well, there you go. I know. And September 26th through October 3rd, Bill and Julia go to find Paul Hornsby to confront him about purchasing other canneries. They threaten to get him thrown out of ELQ. Paul can't, because they were also, Sean had a real estate friend who told him that all of these canneries were basically not a good investment. Like they were bleeding money. Mm-hmm. So why would Hornsby have paid top dollar for them? Mm. Mm-hmm. Paul calls Faison and tells him that Tracy called off the wedding. Faison says she can meet Paul's daughter. And Paul tells Tracy that she can meet his mother and daughter, but she's not buying it. She doesn't think he loves her and that, and is continuing to call off the wedding. He kisses her to convince her that she's wrong, then tries to sleep with her. She stops him and says, he's right. They should wait. I love nice. that turnabout. She also says she's having a prenup written and there's no way around it. Faison meets with Paul and learns that the wedding will be on October 25th. Hey, that's my wedding anniversary for my first husband. And that was also five days ago. Paul also tells him that Julia and Bill are asking about the cannery purchases. Faison gives Paul the antidote to the virus and tells him to give Tracy whatever she wants. Faison tells Paul he must get her stock in the marriage. Paul runs into Jenny in the park. He tells Jenny that his relationship with Tracy is just an act. Bobby tells Tony... Bobby and Tony discuss her being tied up and mugged, and she wants him to stop his research. Anna and Robert witness this discussion. Sean talks to the WSB. Oh, because she was saying something about, I just need someone to tell me that it's not crazy. And you hear Robert go, it's not crazy. <laughs> uh, Bobby tell, Bobby worries about BJ's safety because she was mad because she didn't know that he had been being threatened mm-hmm. because he had also denied having a security guard and Tony finally was like, okay, here's the deal. I've still been working on this. And she's getting mad about it. And he's like, I didn't want you to know. Because if you knew, you'd be in more danger. Whereas if you don't know, you can just continue acting like you don't know because you don't. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Then Robert tells them that the case has gotten a lot bigger and they need to find a cure for Tiffany. Robert and Anna arrive at the penthouse to meet with Sean. Sean tells them that there is some connection in the south of France for the cartel. By the way, Faison has a vineyard in the south of France. I want some of that wine. Mm-hmm. Sean and Tiffany decide to go to the south of France on vacation, and she's nervous about traveling. Fair enough. I mean, if you've been feeling sick. Then Paul goes back to the mansion telling Tracy that ELQ business has been keeping him. She gives him the prenup, and he says that he wants a codicil that after <laughs> a year 
the stocks will be jointly owned. She agrees and will talk to the lawyer. She tells Alan and Monica that the wedding is back on and they all go to the Outback to celebrate. Tracy asks Connor to announce the good news, of course, and he is literally singing like all the time. Aww. And he has that pure early 90s male singer falsetto mm. voice going on. Jenny is there and glares at Paul because Connor's like, and this is for Tracy and Paul. Anna and Robert are also there and they go. And as they go to leave, Robert stops to talk to Mac and Anna goes outside and runs into Faison. He tries to stop her again and Paul and Jenny are still staring at each other. Anna gets a call from Faison at Bobby's house. He wants her to meet him at the park. Harlan, Faison, and Leopold meet. Anna meets with Tom and tells him that Faison was unsuccessful at his attempts at trying to hypnotize her. Anna meets with Faison again, and he asks her the question he thinks will hypnotize her. And it has something to do with the watershed. I can't remember what it was. When he thinks that he has her under his power because she's faking it, he asks her to take the cannery file from Robert's office. She refuses in saying that she can't do it as it's illegal because she had said previously that Faison could hypnotize her to doing things as long as they were not immoral. Okay. But then he reassures her that she's just going to borrow it and help Robert find blah, 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 whatever it is that he's looking for. So once she is convinced that obviously it is not an immoral thing to do, she agrees. Leopold and Harlan think that the Founders Day celebration is the best place to test the carbon sulfite. I don't think we've talked about that yet. Mm -hmm. That's what was in the vial. Yeah. Anna goes to Robert's office and she calls Robert, but tells him she will tell him what is going on when he is back in town. Okay. Oh yeah. Cause she goes to the office to take the file and calls him and is like, I'll let you know. I'm just going to borrow something right now. <laughs> so October 3rd through the 10th, Anna tells Robert that Faison thinks she is under his spell and she will bring it to Faison. Robert wants her to be careful. Mac tells Anna and Dominique <laughs> that her hesitation to make love to him and I had the little side note just saying, and who did he not tell? Because <laughs> we know he told right, he Robert and somebody else. And yeah. now he also told Anna. Dominique starts her therapy. Sean and Tiffany enjoy their dinner. They ask about someone who runs a perfume factory. Sean meets with someone about the perfume factory that is owned by Harlan Barrett. His contact tells him not to let Mr. Barrett see him enter the property. They test perfumes and Sean does some research. Calls Anna and tells them the noose around their friends' necks are getting tied. I'm like, no one's. What the heck? Harlan tells Faison that the goons who rattled Bobby didn't deter Tony and that Sean is still on their trail. Faison wants to withhold Tiffany's medicine and let her die. Harlan says no way. They tell Faison that Scorpio is about to expose the cartel, but with his best friend's wife sick, he won't expose them. Faison tells them never to underestimate Donley, Anna, or Robert. Faison returns to the cartel meeting with the cannery file. The rest of the cartel is doubtful. Faison says he will get to Robert through Anna. He says when Robert is eliminated, he wants Anna to be his wife. Robert and Anna decide they will scheme against Faison and turn the snake on himself. Anna tells Robert about Faison's latest request for more files about anything to do with him. Robert is annoyed by his increasing greed for information. They meet with Mac and come up with a plan to divide and conquer. The first phase of the plan is for Mac to get close to Paul. Mac grumbles that he can't stand Hornsby, but Robert and Anna encourage him to put aside his feelings for the sake of the plan. Anna kisses Robert and then leaves him hanging as she saunters 
out as he calls out after her to wait, groaning in frustration. Later that night, Robin surprises her parents with a romantic candlelight dinner for two. Very sweet. Paul arrives to pick up Tracy at the gatehouse. Ned is sarcastic to him and calls him Pop. Tracy tells him to have more respect as this man is going to give him the baby sister he always wanted. Why are we talking so much about these things with our adult son? Paul, no, no, Susan. Susan is going to be the baby sister. So there's already the little girl. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought she was like, we're going to, right. You're going to have a sibling. Anyway. Yeah. You don't get to pick this, the the gender. gender. Right. (laughs) So Paul takes Tracy to meet his daughter. She announces to Susan that she will move into the Q mansion. Paul is not happy and tells his daughter that they'll discuss it later. Tracy and Paul arrive home and fight over Susan moving in. He tells her that it is because he wants honeymoon time with her first and she buys it. Lila talks to Edward's photo about no one wanting to throw Tracy a bridal shower. Monica says she has no friends. Monica asks Bobby to co-host a shower with her. Mac meets with Paul and asks him why he is marrying Tracy while he is in love with Jenny. Sean meets with Paul and tells him that Tony's research project has been shut down. Sean also tells him that Robert has been meeting with Harlan privately. Anna feeds Faison the perfume factory information and seems rattled that Robert discovered this link to him. Paul meets with Faison and seems to indicate that Harlan is leaking cartel info to Robert. The plan obviously being that Faison will suspect Harlan of leaking the perfume factory info to Robert. And then Nancy Eckert sits next to Faison at the bar and they toast to new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. October 14th through 18th, everyone is at the Outback honoring Tony and Bobby's anniversary. At the lighthouse, AJ found Nancy dead and left. And this was not Sean Kanan. <laughs> Police show up and Bill looks guilty. Robert gets the call that Nancy has been murdered. Someone takes off a Faison mask to give him an alibi all night at the Outback. Now Duke's mask makes so much more sense. Yes. Did you know that? Like the whole mask thing? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. The cartel meets about Nancy's murder and Faison admits to killing her. Like it's nothing. Yeah, you know. I killed her. At the hospital, Sean and Tony set up his secret lab. Tiffany arrives to see the lab closed. Sean plays along as she is mad to cover up because Faison is lurking. Tony and Sean then fill Tiffany in. Robert, Anna, Mac, and Sean meet about Faison. They leave Mac and Anna to work together. Anna tells Mac she likes to lead her men into battle. And she does still. (laughs) Mac and Percy, she does. I I I really like that. I feel like they almost took that away from her for a little while. And then no. Yeah. Thank you. Mac impersonates a fire chief and says he must have a fire drill at the hotel. Gee, you know, just like we just did with Victor. Mm-hmm. He is trying to force Faison and the cartel out of their room. Hmm. Robert tell, continues investigating Nancy's murder. Mac tells the hotel manager that room 305 went back to the room and he needs them to evacuate. Anna checks out Faison's room, but Faison and Leopold wander back in there while Anna hides. They put a bug in the room. Anna goes to Robert and tells them that they planted the bug. Robert tells Anna and Bill that he is suspect. Robert and Anna kiss. Mac and Sean monitor Faison's conversation. Paul tries to prep Ned for 
when he is away on his honeymoon, Annette is obnoxious. Says Paul is going to be his stepdad so he can act like a child. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. If that's sure. what makes sure. October 21st through the 25th, Tony talks about his research in the elevator at the hospital. Faison is standing there when the doors open. Faison starts asking Tom Hardy questions about patients and oxygen and is trying to find out information on surgery. And thank you for the note of HIPAA began in 1990. <laughs> Tony, Just wanted to remind us. <laughs> Tony discovers the compound he lost and is ecstatic. Harlan tells the cartel about Bill's arrest and they want him to take the fall for Nancy's murder. Mac, Anna, and Sean are listening to the tape of Faison and the cartel. Sean tells Anna and Mac that Tony is close to a breakthrough, but he needs an extra pill for Tony to use for research. But Tiffany needs the one he has. Anna tells Sean to take the bug and hand it over to the cartel to trade for another pill. Sean leaves to go execute his plan. He tells Tony, Bobby, and Tiffany that he will have what it takes to get the pill. He is going to go to Paul about it. Lila fills Edward's photo in on Tracy's wedding and how Alan will be standing in his place to give her away. Tracy and Paul walk in. She's arguing with him that the honeymoon spot is the bride's choice and she wants to go to the Caribbean. Paul says under his breath that he's not going. Lila comes in and tells Tracy that Edward wants Alan to sing at the wedding. Tracy is freaking out that everyone is determined to ruin her special day. Alan walks in right as Tracy is saying, how bad Alan's voice is and Alan breaks into song. Of course he does. That's typical Alan. Tiffany is not feeling well. Sean asks why she isn't at the station. He is trying to find Paul. Bobby tells Tiffany she knows he is, she hasn't taken her pill yet. She is hiding that from Sean. Sean talks to Paul to tell him that he needs another pill because a chemist he knows can find the cure. Paul turns him down. Sean knocks him out. Sean tells him about the bug Anna planted and Paul agrees to ask for another pill. I am convinced that my husband, so obviously we've already discussed, like my husband loves Faison, but I feel like he's, bug? no, I'm starting to think that he also really enjoyed watching Sean Donnelly. Oh, oh, oh. because he has that voice yes. and the he's a punching man. people out, right? So Paul meets with Leopold and begs him for another pill because his daughter dropped hers down the drain. Leopold refuses. Paul plays dirty and tells him he will blow the cartel's cover. Paul gets called back to Leopold's office. He asks him if he considered his proposal to trade info for another pill. Leopold tells him yes. Paul finds the bug in the office. Leopold is impressed and he says he will give him another pill. So I think that's a good place to stop. Now we have and to... Then Wonder if it's a real pill, a placebo pill. What's going on? And then the wedding happens. Does it happen? What happens with the canneries? Because those are a thing. There's I'm a just, whole lot I'm of them. Really, I, I, yeah, I've never heard. I mean, I know a cannery is a thing, but I've never known them to be like, oh my gosh, there's canneries. It's not like nuclear, nuclear power plants, right. you know, that it's or car manufacturers. Yeah, it's a cannery. I agree. And do they have to be? on a water front near a port i would think that they shouldn't be i mean that makes sense to import export stuff but all the waste that they make i would think you wouldn't want close to the water well bill does reference day old tuna a lot so is it it's closer to fresh so it's where they're fishing maybe i don't know i don't know either <laughs> i can't even pretend to know because I, yep, I don't i know really have zero clue 
But if you know anything about canneries, feel free to email us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> or if you know anything about this storyline that we haven't mentioned yet. Yes. That would have already happened. Right. Or if you want to wait until part three next week when we get it wrapped up and fill us in on anything that was left out, also let us know. But in the meantime, I guess we'll see if Cody and Britt bring up anything about what their dads were up to. Yeah. On this week's episodes. I hope they do. That'll be fun. I like when they reference back stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, have a good weekend. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.